Hello everyone, welcome to the podcast for a better America with Frank. In this episode, we'll talk about um, the labor shortages we're experiencing and um, I'll focus specifically on one sector of the economy and that's the um, restaurant industry. So the service industry, it does, is experiencing a lot of labor shortages and just people don't want to work and a variety of reasons for that. But um, it's pretty good research from the um, Economic Policy Institute that focuses on the restaurant industry. And um, the Economic Policy Institute has just pretty good stuff. Um, if you're looking for, if you're looking to read up on things going in the economy and properly researched, properly cited um, place, that's one of the best places to look at. And um, I also have some, um, I'll attach the um, source for some of the numbers I have from them on the show notes and all the things I, I read and looked into. And um, there's just different factors that affect, you know, labor shortages throughout the economy and the restaurant industry is no different. So uh, let's, uh, let's let's talk about it. So the restaurant industry happens to be one of the uh, fastest growing job sectors in the U.S. economy. It employs about 9.9% of women in the workforce and 8.9% of men in the workforce. So if you think about it, almost 10%, almost one tenth of all jobs available is in the restaurant industry in the service area. So that's, it could be um, servers, hostesses, restaurant managers, food suppliers, um, attendants, you know, owners. So that's, that's, that's a pretty, that's a huge chunk of the American economy. If you think about how many eligible adults who are eligible to work, and um, provide services and um, think about one industry almost encompassing 10% of that. So um, this this was also cited in 2014 at end, um, August. So it's possible that number has grown. And now we're in the year 2021 and there is a lot of um, complaining and also a lot of talk about how, you know, we can't find restaurant workers who want them to come back to work. Well, um, some challenges within that industry has always been um, it's not it's not properly structured, so people are not having good schedule or schedule that you know really reflects their order priorities. Um, the pay is not that good. Um, the the culture can be very unhealthy. Um, and there seems to be an audience that tends to portray that you know that industry you know, deserve low wages. However, at the end of the day, something you got to keep in mind is um, people working in the service industry like restaurants are given a portion of their life by giving a portion of their time, the energy to provide you or anyone else a service just like I myself or anyone else who is sitting in that restaurant for an hour, two hours, three hours. Also, after they leave their restaurant, is giving a portion of their life to their employee. It doesn't matter what profession they have, whether it's in finance, marketing, engineering, you know, um, building, development, construction. Does not matter. At the end of the day, we're all providing a service, and that is taking a portion of our life. And similar to that industry, so I don't believe any industry ought to be shot when it comes to wages. But um, I think the restaurant industry is, is very interesting in the sense that um, people are not willing to go back to it after this whole pandemic. And uh, there's a lot of, there's actually um, 
ei, ei um, videos, um, an audio is listening to with the New York Times Daily Podcast and it was talking about how um, the reasons people left and this is this is more recent. But let's, you know, let, let's run the numbers. Let's run the numbers. The restaurant industry is an industry that sees some of the lowest wages in the economy, which is contrary if you think about it because when an economy, when a job sector is growing, so like finance, fintech, engineering right now, wages are going up. Whereas for an industry that was growing very, very fast and rapidly, especially in the years 2014 and 15, it was seeing pretty low wages. And, you know, everyone tends to say low skills, you know, it's a low skill job, whatever the case may be. At the end of the day, look, when people are filling your bellies and you're happy, <laughs> you know, they're providing something you need. So either way, um, you should get that. The median hourly wage in the restaurant industry including tips is ten dollars an hour compared to outside that industry it's about eighteen dollars an hour after accounting for demographic differences between restaurant workers and auto workers restaurant workers hourly wages is about seventeen point two percent lower than those of similar workers so I consider restaurant industry the service industry so if you look at auto um service industry whether it's people um, providing services in construction, in labor, the restaurant workers are making about 17.2% less than um, similar industry, which is kind of, you know, not not a good thing. I feel like they're, they're paying a penalty for working in the restaurant. Restaurant workers are much more likely to be poor than other workers or be near poor. So due to the low wages and due to the low benefits in the industry, they live on you know on the on the edge and that's that's not a good thing. One in six restaurant workers, about sixteen point seven percent, live below the official poverty line. And that's that's terrible. I I, I don't know if, if um the poverty line is making under twenty four K a year or twelve. I I gotta update myself on that. But that, that means they are not making a lot of money if you look at it. It's very hard to live off um um twenty twenty four K a year, assuming that is the poverty line that I remember. But at the same time, that's that's not a lot of money. The poverty rate for workers outside the restaurant industry is more than ten percent points lower. So that that is people outside the restaurant industry that's you know walking to say 30, 40, 50, 60 hours a week are ten percent less likely to be living under that line and being poor. Just 14.4% of restaurant workers receive health insurance from their employer compared to 48.7% of other workers. So let's put it in the perspective. Less than 15% of workers in the restaurant industry receive health care from their employer. So you could say maybe they could get health care from the free market in order to Obamacare or whatever the case may be. However, that's that's out of pocket. That That's at a cost to them not a cost to the restaurant in to the restaurant. So even upon all this um low wage, no benefits, working hours and schedules that doesn't really support what they're trying to do, the restaurant and its lobbying 
one of the Diaster Congress and acts to reduce the wage, to get an exemption on the uh, minimum wage for restaurant workers. And that reduced their wage to about two or three dollars an hour or something around that. So that's that's not. It is of no surprise that the industry right now is experiencing a labor shortage, and it deserves to experience that labor shortage because if an industry is growing, and the people providing a service to other groups of people that meet their need, so that's you know right now we have Uber Eats, you could actually get your food cooked and delivered to you, right? Right now, um, if you got takeout, that is, you show up wherever you want to eat. Your food is already ready; it's going, and you get you know in service. I know that's um, been changed a little bit by um, the pandemic, but it was a time where you show up somewhere, someone asks you what you want to eat, they go place the order, and you're full, you're satisfied. And if you're not satisfied, you could leave a bad review for the business, or you could choose another tip, or you could you know, you could even get a newer, you know, a fresher meal. So. With all of that being said, it did not make sense for that industry or for the biz for the top restaurant lobbyists to go in there and ask for an exemption to pay their workers less and set tips to make up for it, which doesn't make sense. You, it, it's and it, that's the reason where why you have a lot of labor shortages in that industry and deservedly so, and wages should go up in that industry. Only 8.4% of restaurant workers are included in a pension plan at a job. One-fifth the rate of pension coverage outside the restaurant industry. 48.1%, which is, which is just bad. So 40 plus percent of people working, let's say, 30, 40, 50 hours, we have some kind of pension plan or retirement plan with their job and less than 10% of restaurant workers have this. And this is on top, the restaurant industry lobbying to pay them lower wages than the minimum wage. And them also not having healthcare. Of unionized workers, 31.6% are covered by a pension plan which is substantially higher than that of um non-unionized workers so the if 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 we are to be a capitalistic society as we say we are and we do believe in the values of um labor wages we do believe in the values of um you know a a what do we call ourselves a, a growing society a, a, a thriving society or whatever we First world country, whatever ties we want to call ourselves to make ourselves feel good. Um, what we've seen in the restaurant industry should not happen, right? And now we have employees saying, we'll pay 20 an hour, you know, we'll, we'll do what we want to bring you in. And some people are just saying no. And um, there was a time when I was a younger lad in, in high school, and um, this is it's a while back. And I think a conversation between the students and the uh, uh, teacher was, you know, when you're a teenager and you work at McDonald's, you deserve to make, you know, not much wage, right? Like, in fact, they were making a case that um, the students at McDonald's or 16, 17 or whatever should make less than they were making because it's just, you know, it's not a skilled job. And I know McDonald's, it's, it's, it's part of the restaurant industry, but it's quite different from, say, a um, 
a long con or a different, more service-based in-dining um, experience. But the point there was um, there seemed to be an emphasis with the older audience about how it is okay to pay people less. Now, McDonald's in some states and some areas are offering anywhere from 3 to $6 over the minimum wage. And they're still having a hard time filling those positions, right? Which is interesting because there was a time where people thought that particular job was paying more than it should be. Whereas now, the businesses has come back in full circle. You know, the pendulum is in the other direction. And now they're willing to pay 3 to $6 more than the minimum wage to get workers in there. And now some restaurants, more service-based, in-dining experience ones, are willing to pay more. Yes, we could say there was a pandemic. Yes, we could say, you know, stimulus checks, you know, is... Is playing a role in this, which I I don't. Um, there's some data backing that up, but it's so little. I really do believe um, the American populace and especially um the uh, millennial generation are not lazy. I think um that tends to be um spout out there. They would like to be paid more. They would like to be paid better. They would like to be treated with a sense of respect and um dignity. But it is not a lazy generation. It's actually a very hardworking generation. We just have an economic model that doesn't work. And right now, that model does not work for the rest of the industry. So, therefore, it needs reform. And um, it would be good if they leave. And those in the uh, U.S. Congress would not just work for their lobbyists. And which, which, you know, we end up having two economies, right? We end up having an economy where restaurants make their profits. And um, the workers have living staffing wages. And then that create a system to where... They are dependent on the government for subsidized health care, which creates a burden on the healthcare system, right? They're dependent on the on um on charity. So um so we have people working full time and um you know, forty, fifty, sixty hours a week, but no they're not able to make ends meet. So now they're dependent on our credit system, which in the long run creates debt and that debt in the long run creates economic insecurity because when you're paying X amount, you know, 10, 15, 20, 30% on credit card interest on your fifth credit card, you don't have money to save up for long-term things such as buying a house, such as, um, you know, sending your kids to college if you end up having kids, such as um, saving for yourself, you know, saving for the experiences that you want to have, but also saving for retirement, also making investments, also, you know, furthering your education or, um, just having that peace that comes with, you know, financial independence. So in a way, we are creating a fractured economy. And in a way, I am glad the restaurant industry is struggling to find workers and by so doing is willing to pay more to, to get those workers in. But they do need to go beyond that. They need to provide them with um, health care as needed. They do need to provide them with, you know, all the all the incentives. So, hey. Let's say you get three three days of twelve hours and then two days of eight hours or whatever, like you know, just just a structure that helps the worker and an income that reflects the worker's needs and not just what we had before. And um, I hope the, the industry gets better. I also think you know, right now it looks like all the industries are thriving, you know, construction or um, you know, engineering, marketing or whatever. But in the long run. 
the more AI and auto automation processes come into those industries and the more those industries get flooded with um, people trying to go into them because these other industries are not paying well, from a supply and demand standpoint, the probability of those industries facing wages um, suppression does exist. So I do think we need to fix our fractured economy, and I do um, want the restaurant industry to um, do better, and um, the providers should uh, not lobby to pay lower wages. But hey, it's a society, we're learning, we're, we're trying to be better, and I hope all my continue to see pushback in that industry. And thank you for listening. But don't blame the, West, the restaurant walker. They're doing their best. They need more wages. <laughs>